0: All right. Hello. Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year. Seasons greetings. Whatever you know. uh, Anyway, hello. You might not even be listening to this. Then let's not get bogged down in uh, time continuity details this early in the podcast. Some quick plugs. This week, if you're listening to it in the first week of January, uh, Wednesday and Thursday night, I will be doing the Utterbelly Festival. My show Free Will in Hong Kong. It's the first time I've ever done shows in Hong Kong. So if you're in Hong Kong. Uh, Or if you've got friends who are in the area and would like to see the show, please send them along uh, January 6th and 7th. Wednesday and Thursday night, I will be uh, in Hong Kong doing shows. So come to those. That'll be fun. Uh, Also, uh, this episode is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. So thanks to everybody else. Uh, Thanks to everyone who has signed up for that so far. You can uh, support the podcast, the small amount or a bigger amount Uh, per month. We will be adding more rewards as we go along, but it's fantastic. And it gives us an opportunity to grow the podcast and uh, do the podcast more regularly. And uh, we've got a few exciting things planned as well. We're going do a massive show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, the biggest thing we've ever done uh, at the Comedy Festival this year. I think that will be on April the 9th. So uh, if you are planning to come down to Melbourne for the Comedy Festival, uh, it will be on April the 9th. We'll announce more details of that. And in fact, one of the reward levels on the Patreon. Anyway, go and check it out. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash tofop, T-O-F-O-P. You can find all the details there. Uh, My Fire at Will tour is on sale. Uh, At the moment in Adelaide, uh, I'm doing a week of trial shows in Canberra, but they're all sold out. Uh, Then I'll be in Adelaide for the Fringe Festival, uh, Fire at Will it's called. Um, So uh, two weeks of shows there. They always uh, sell out. So if you want to come and see those shows, then uh, please uh, buy a ticket. That'd be cool. Uh, Brisbane, uh, for a week after that, I'll be doing Brisbane for the Brisbane Comedy Festival and then uh, Melbourne, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. They are all on sale at the moment. Uh, my Sydney shows one night only. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. It's just a scheduling this thing this year with the election and the Olympics and some, uh, TV stuff. I probably have to do, one night only in Sydney, but here's the good news. It's in the Opera House, uh, in the Concert Hall at at the Opera House. We recorded uh, with Illuminati there. We had such a great night. So we're going back again. So fire it will April the 7th. So keep that free. It's not on sale yet, but it will be April the 7th. Justin Hamilton is going to do support. So... That's going to be a pretty cool night. Uh, Perth is the first week of May. Uh, Those shows are not on sale yet, but I will uh, give you details uh, when I have those details. All right. I didn't want to bang on too much here at the start. I hope you enjoy this episode, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. This is Joe Fop. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, joining me, returning guest Charlie, number one, numero uno, uh, Dave Anthony. Hello, Dave. Hello. How are you? I am well. How are you? Oh yeah, not good. I've had yeah. a bad back. Yeah. For a few days I've been uh, It's been pretty severe uh, yeah. I went for it Because the best thing for it Is to keep moving I'm okay when I'm standing up And I'm okay when I'm lying flat down But anywhere in between I am fucked I'm so like it, the world's worst Theatre sports game <laughs> 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 Oh you've got
1: theatre sports Sorry, sorry yeah.
0: I do you thought, ever feel like you've I got thought, someone else's arms through I your arms and they're just behaving for you?
1: I thought theater sportsitis was just relentlessly making
0: gay jokes. All, all I can do is like, yes, and every situation. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And I can only talk one word at a time. It's, <laughs> that's terrible. It's been, it's been a terrible time.
1: Yeah, it's when uh, it's when you stay in one position for a long time and then then the pain... <laughs> Does the pain just keep happening then or is it when you get up? Uh, it's the in-between.
0: If, if I'm upstanding or if I'm laying down flat, like I can sleep really well, I'm sleeping through the night fine yeah. and that sort of thing. And if I lay down on the couch to do some work, that's fine. But if I like try to sit down like I'm sitting down now, I don't I, know how this is going to I would go. not be offended
1: if we did this psychologist style.
0: If I just lay down on the couch yeah, over there? shit. I mean, I could have sit, set up the microphone. How Wouldn't that be the best? Like if. Like, A, you would let me do that because yeah. you're like, that's fine. I'll go and lie on the couch. I'll put this microphone over and uh, you can just talk to me. Yeah. It'd be like, you'd be like, you know what? I got an insight into your world today, Heather. <laughs> I talked to a crazy person I'd for a Really? He was nuts. You should actually record your things. You put them out as a podcast. Other people can learn from
1: it. <laughs> Could you imagine that? That'd that's be amazing. A, like, secret podcast. <laughs> if a therapist did that. Now, they would get sued, but at the same time, so much publicity. Right. Or maybe it's like one of those things where you disguise
0: the voices. Like you leave it long enough and you disguise the voices. You put them through like like a voice programmer.
1: Yeah. That'd be a good podcast. I wonder if legally legally you might be able to do that because if you change someone's identity, you have to change their name and other other things about them. You can publish a a paper about them. Well, maybe uh, it's just on the dark web.
0: Yes, Because that's, that's the opportunity, getting into, like, everyone's doing podcasting here on, the, like, the real web. I know, the real web. But what you got to be is on that dark
1: What's web. What's going on on the dark web? you
0: got to get anonymous to be giving yeah. your fire. Like, I mean... Anonymous can keep you up at the top of the iTunes charts. Oh,
1: way up there! I mean, plus you get paid in bitcoins. Bitcoin. Yeah.
0: Which the other day I uh, there's a, a bit of a kind of a movement to say that Bitcoin was invented in Australia. Apparently,
1: I've the heard originator that. Originator of
0: Australia is Bitcoin. Well,
1: they, did, but did they actually find the guy? I know they've been trying to narrow it down for a long time to who the guy is. Like, they, like do, do they actually know who he is? No,
0: but their main clue is that one side of the Bitcoin has a picture of the coin, and the other one has a kangaroo. So. That's not really true, but that's what our <laughs> <podcasts are. laughs> I assume Bitcoins aren't actual coins. I don't really know much about the internet, but it seems to be an internet no, currency.
1: No, I think there's a physical thing you can go and get. Oh, you can actually get a Bitcoin? I, mi- I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Or maybe you can put it on a card. I'd heard this woman who went to get Bitcoins and transfer it. It's this crazy story that was on uh god i was on one of the podcasts mm, i think it was radio lab uh-huh. but this woman had her computer taken over in new york and it just said to get your information back Is someone in ukraine you have to go and pay us in bitcoin so she actually had to go to a like an atm somewhere in brooklyn that was like in the third store of an apartment building and like and do something to transfer bitcoins. Like it was, cra- it was a crazy story. Right. Uh, so there was some physical aspect to it. I don't know if that was hard. I thought you
0: meant just for the, se- the second that she went to this ATM and it dispensed
1: Bitcoin. Got it. I mean, no, I don't well, think so. That'd be great if a Bitcoin yeah. came out. Any change? Well, I got this Bitcoin even because even though they are digital, shouldn't there also be some sort of physical aspect to them? But you can't do that. Can you? Cause then where would you, how would you, I don't like bitcoins cause just, I don't like, I don't think there should be things I don't know about. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to uh, this, this podcast really should be called two idiots talk about <laughs> things. They don't know. Like, because there,
1: you know, there are a lot of people that listen to uh, the dollop that think I'm stupid, uh-huh. which I've just, I've just caught that online, which is fair with my pronunciation problems and all that. Um, and I think they're wrong, but then when I do this podcast, I think they might be right. Well, here's the thing about the dollop is that
0: you are, I think, giving a window um, into the world of history. But some people who are history buffs, are ordinary, right. listen to history podcasts where people are so obsessed with, you know, pronunciation and uh-huh. dates and getting things right that they were probably more
1: critical of that. Yes, and I'm more looking for comedy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> And I do have this thing where I, when I read words, yep. it sometimes my brain just, even though I, I've been reading the word for a million years, mm-hmm. my brain just says it a different way. I don't know why, it's just what happens. I mean, it, it's hard sometimes on, on the spot to
0: know yeah. what words mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're a professional communicator by trade. <laughs> it is very difficult. <laughs> Look, I'm not Brian Williams. Right. So yeah,
1: we've got to get on the dark web for a podcast. That's what we're going to do. Well, let's like, do. Is there anybody doing a podcast on the dark web? I mean, I, I, mean would, I guess it would be about prostitution and buying drugs, right? Uh, things like that. Hitman. It'd be well. You'd have a whole range of them. Like you could. That's a thing. You've got to get down there with a
0: network. You need yeah. like a podcast park podcast whole, network yeah. on the dark web, and then you can have like a podcast that is like you have your comedy film nodes one, which is like I don't know, like. Uh, uh, It'll be about snuff films. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy snuff film nerds. Yeah. So that's one of the podcasts. Um, By the way, they were just on TV in Australia.
1: Yeah, because they flew to Australia yeah. to watch yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. It was nice of them not to dress up.
0: I mean, here's the thing.
1: <laughs> I, th- I think they went dressed as Star Wars nerds. I think they did. Yeah. I, and I also think they didn't bring anything else because they're just going down there and coming back. Right. And here's the thing. If
0: they think that Australian TV is willing to put people on just because they flew to Australia to watch a movie, then what
1: standards do we really have? <laughs> well, they are right. That, you guys, they seem very excited. And the woman said, the woman, it was so great. It was just classic podcast enters the, the old world. And the woman, the female anchor said, uh, so will you watch yourself on comedy film nerds after you record it? <laughs> and I thought, yep. Yep, there you go. (laughs) Has no idea what a podcast is.
0: Uh, Well, she's got to get on the dark web to our new podcast network. Uh, We've got... uh,
1: Clown Killers. Clown Killers. That's a good one. That's a great one. They Uh, kill a clown every single episode live on the podcast. um, Serial from the other point of view.
0: Yes. Right. (laughs) Told from the criminal's point of view. The actual criminal. Yeah, it's crimes. (laughs) Yeah, it's the dude who actually did Serial. How I did it. His podcast. That's one. Uh, Doug Loves Underage Teen Movies That's one (laughs) Blood Dollop Yeah Blood Dollop's Earth I mean that's I mean that's just one of the great podcasts there As well It's really gnarly
1: I can't think of what it's about right right.
0: now (laughs) (laughs) No literally each week It's just about a dollop of blood Each week Gareth still doesn't know what it's about (laughs) What (laughs)
1: Comedy bang, 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 bang. No, it'd just be comedy bang
0: because professional killers only need one yeah, shot. Yeah, just once.
1: Yeah, Comedy bang. Yeah. Comedy bang, you drop. Yeah. There's other podcasts, right? Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> Mark-, Mark Maron's What the Cunt. That's down there. That's... Where he does his really edgy what stuff. the
1: cunt. Yeah, it's just
0: him uh, not reconciling with people. Yeah, it's just he's, re-
1: ones- he's talking about how he really feels down yeah. there. He's, there's no actual uh, bullshit. I'm you should hear that, it. You should hear that Louis episode. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: should hear that Louis episode of What the Cunt. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Joe Rogan's is just Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. It's, it's exactly. the same podcast.
0: Adam Carolla's uh, is actually nicer. <laughs> nicer down there. Says some positive things about women and their role in society.
1: Uh, it was actually banned for being stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I said that not even you, even,
0: the, even the dark web oh even no, the dark I,
1: web was like no we're good <sighs> oh, man I'm happy for Adam Carroll like, yeah. like
0: Joe Rogan like a lot of time people say to me hey, uh, like I get a lot of people hit me up because I guess because he talks about
1: psychedelics and stuff like he that does, he talks know. about everything right but yeah. I would love to go on and debate him about guns on his podcast
0: because uh, he's a gun man right because yeah. he hunts does he hunt with guns or does he hunt with
1: like a bow and arrow or well, something? Well, he's one of the, but I don't know. Yeah, like, he, I know he does hunting and I think he does bow and arrow, but I'm, I'm, I would love to talk to him about He's one of the guys who says if people had guns in a library, then people can get shot in that library. I'd love to just have a nice conversation with him. I mean, firstly,
0: you've got to have your gun on silent. So, yeah? Because it's a library. It is a right? library. You can't. Shh. Oh, Shh. Hey. 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 What are you doing? Shh. I'm trying to check out this Hunger Games book. Shh. I haven't seen that, by the way. No, I haven't seen it yet either, which is amazing to me. Well, he's... Uh, okay. It well, came firstly, a- <sighs> Joe Rogan, I'd like to come on your podcast. I like Joe Rogan. Uh, you know, I'm, Joe Rogan should be on your podcast. I would like to have Joe Rogan on the podcast, yeah. actually. I think we'd have a lot of things... Yeah, Will Ossifee would
1: be... He'd be really good, interesting on Will Ossifee. He would be good, actually. Yeah. I, I, I can't get into the UFC. No, I don't understand the UFC. To I've me, tried. I've tried. Uh, to me... I it, watch it and I go, what just... What is happening? It's a... Just it's okay, you know. Be bisexual. What are, do what you want to do? It does. You... It's foreplay. It's super foreplay. It just feels like you know foreplay. What, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put on my bike shorts, and another guy's gonna put on his bike shorts, and we're gonna beat each other up. Just fucking kiss each other, right? And also this whole thing about like the you know the big
0: fight the other day like took 15 seconds yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I've come out of the house. I got parking. <laughs> like this is a night out, and it's 15 seconds fuck that yeah, shit fuck that like imagine if you nailed your first joke and just went yeah okay now yeah that. that's it drop mike yep boom i mean knock him out punch him in the face a few times while he's on the ground because right that's in the sport well you do one joke and then you do a couple of tags and then you're like thanks a lot hope you guys enjoyed that i fucking killed it all i'm saying is and this is again like i know people love ufc and you can love whatever you want to yeah. love and they all do it on purpose mm-hmm. and it's fine whatever yep. um and i don't need to like it you know it no. can happen without me liking it yes um, so I, I get all that, but if you were making a movie about this country that was like, you know, you, Running Man meets The Purge, this is a thing we come back to a lot, yeah. but if you were writing a movie, right, and you wanted to paint this dystopian like country, what you would have is like a country where cage cage fighting was We're, the biggest thing yeah. in the world. Where men fight in cages. Right. Yeah. Where everybody was shooting each other with guns every single day. Uh-huh. And where a crazy television personality was running for president on racism and homo- um, not homophobia, not yet, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? It's been a day. Oh, it's coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he, hasn't, he hasn't got many left. He's days away from f- from from fucking a monkey live on stage while talking about gay people? Uh, polls go up five. 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 Uh, five. He can say fucking... It's insane. I mean, it really is at it's that It's really yeah. fucking crazy. They had him the other night, though. They had him on the fucking ropes. Did you, okay, so, so, so... We'll get back
0: to the Hunger Games, yeah, yeah. but um, let's talk about the debates because I actually, for the very first time, because I've been following you and Patton and, like, guys who tweet yeah. about... Andy Peters tweets really well about the debates mm. as well. A few people have been on... I did not know that. Um And... I, i've watched them from australia i've watched some debates and i've sometimes just you know watched people do tweets but i've never yeah. been in a point where i was there i
1: should do it and the right and having yeah. the
0: tweets and it was the first day on my fucked back oh so i literally like i watched the pre-debate yeah I so the I. debate <laughs> like i just lay there full of like whatever drugs i could find in the house yeah and watching these debates and watching it on twitter and oh my god first impression here's what i'll tell you first it goes forever. Oh, I, I
1: thought like it's so long.
0: I when I t- turned on because I didn't know there was like a warm up
1: debate. Yeah, pre debate. Like, it's insane. Firstly, that's hilarious. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what the pre debate is? You're not in the race. It's the kids' table. You should. Yeah, you shouldn't be having a pre debate. Nobody likes you at all, so you shouldn't be here. You're you're not running for president. So here's the first thing that I found was really weird that there's
0: nine in the main debate. Oh. And there's four in the pre-debate, no which sense. is really like, you're just leftovers. Oh, no, yeah, there, it's people saying, hey, you should quit. It's like getting the reserves for like a game of sport and the guys who are sitting on the bench who are the reserves. And it's like, yeah. oh, no, you get your own game beforehand. <laughs> you guys just have a kick. You, you have, have a kick, kick around each kicking other. around. Yeah uh i mean so there was four guys in the first debate now i don't know all these people so you might be able to run me through this a bit better so uh, all the debates on different i'll I'll ask you a lot of questions and you can Mm. you know run me through what you know of this uh so the first thing is i sit down to watch the debate i think it's going to be the main debate but it's these four guys yeah um uh wolf blitzer now it's on cnn are they always on cnn but they're on they're he, on Fox, right, last he, time. Uh,
1: well, they switch around. They switch around. So
0: maybe. does each network get a debate or yeah, something? Yeah, they each
1: get a taste. Can't wait for Comedy Central's. Right? Roast. I mean, that would probably be the best debate of all, because they would actually get asked questions. Donald Trump roast. It would actually it they would, it would get be asked- pretty much what
0: happened the other night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so each each one gets a turn. Although okay. Fox seems to get more, they get like Fox
0: Business, Fox News. Right. They to do all is that Foxes. because it's the Republicans or is it yeah. because? Yeah. So the Democrats, do they go to more Democrat friendly stations or do they go to Fox as well and do? One?
1: No, the Democrats will do Fox. Right. Okay. But they're also trying to fuck over Bernie Sanders. So they won't really. They're, they're doing their debates on Saturday nights. Um, they're limited. When you say they're trying to fuck over Bernie Sanders and
0: they're doing the debates on Saturday night, is that because he needs a nap on a Saturday night? <laughs> 'Cause
1: no one will watch. It's like, yeah, oh okay, people don't watch. People that. have chosen they've chosen Hillary, so the Democrat. There's a woman well, who's I mean, kinda, it, there's a woman kind of running things, Susan Wasserman, and she is really, really fucking uh, fucking with everybody so that only Hillary gets a nomination, so much so that other women have quit the the committee. The other other women. Have been well, like,
0: the Republicans have chosen Hillary as well. Cause the thing that I noticed yeah. during the night was they all talked about beating Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And I was like, I oh, saw so you guys just decided that. Yeah, they did. Like, well just,
1: Everyone's every- already decided they've right. already decided Hillary is going to, even though she, I think she's a terrible candidate. I think politically she runs a horrible campaign. I think that as it goes on and the more people see her, the less they like her. I think she is a defeat waiting to happen. Right. But she's running on the policy at the moment of I'm not them. I'm not them, I'm a woman, and uh, also I'm not an idiot. And here's, uh, I will say intelligent things. (laughs) Like her points are, she makes decent points. She's also just a Wall Street crony. Like she's exactly what we don't need. Yeah, she isn't the solution to the problem, but
0: neither are any of the other crazy people that she's running against. So in that- Yeah, only Bernie
1: Sanders is the solution to the problem. Right, and he's unelectable. Uh, Well, that's what they keep saying, but he keeps getting bigger and bigger crowds- they're gonna have a hard time with that one, because he is he is uh, he's he's a problem. Could he run as an independent? No, he wouldn't do that. Okay, he's not dumb enough to do that. Because then then the Republicans would win, and then you have Donald Trump as president, and everyone's <laughs> like, "Wait, how did this happen?" <laughs> well, Bernie Sanders ran for president. <laughs> But Trump can run as an independent he keeps saying he won't right and I believe he won't because I believe once he loses once uh-huh. he's just gonna talk shit yeah. and he can't handle losing twice because essentially we' for you know presidents are narcissists they all are you have to be a narcissist to want to be president but usually they hide it under a decent personality but for the first time ever we just have a just bald-faced narcissist and everyone's like this is great like it's crazy to watch but it's just pure narcissism
0: right i mean it's compelling because he's actually saying the thing that uh and he's acting the way that he's not couching his racism or no. his fear or whatever in the words that all the other people are right
1: like reagan was uh, like a wizard at at using racist language and you had no most people didn't know but he was telling the racists what they wanted to hear and they maybe donald trump can't wink
0: <laughs>
1: so he, when he was growing up he had a problem with winking and so well, he always just had to say he got hit in the head right <laughs> uh when he was about six and he lost the ability to wink uh, that's why he's had to wear that helmet that's right <laughs> Put Excellent. the orange helmet
0: put on. The helmet on, Donald! I don't care if I know how to wink! Just put the orange helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> So Wolf Blitzer, tell me who he is, Wolf Blitzer. Because that is a So when we That is a fucking great name. It either sounds like the coolest secret agent of all time or just something that you would get at the drive-thru at McDonald's. I mean, look, it's a great
1: name and, yeah. and, and, and it could be. Have you be, got the Reese's Pieces be, Wolf Blitzer? It could be both. Yeah. Why can't it be both? Why it can't Shipping. be a spy and also a drink? Can, oh yeah, could I a uh, couple of Wolf Blitzers? <laughs> Shake and not stirred? <laughs> I like an orange Wolf Blitzer and a grape wolf blitzer. You know
0: what? It's what it's blitzer season.
1: It is this is time of the year season. where you just... You, oh, my God. It you know, just, the debates. You just need a blitzer. Yeah. yeah. I could still go for a blitzer right now. So, what's his story? Uh, tell me, tell me so, blitzers is. Uh, so, he was nobody until the first Gulf War. And he was in Saudi Arabia where we put troops, which is what caused Bin Laden to attack us. Don't worry about that, though. The important thing is that... We Wolf-
0: put, hang on. We put troops in Saudi Arabia. That's why, that's why, why Bin would, Laden why, attacked why, us.
1: Why would we do that? They're our ally, Dave. Well, we... We stationed them there to keep, uh, quote, Iraq from invading Saudi Arabia, which he's never going to do. Well, because here's the thing, Dave. We've got to protect Saudi Arabia
0: because there are a lot of countries in that part of the world that have terrible human rights
1: records. And and we finally have a a country that, let's just say, is great to everybody. Saudi Arabia. The new Switzerland. (laughs) That's That's what we call them. I, I like to compare Saudi Arabia to the Summer of Love in San Francisco in 1967. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah That's what a it's lot like. of great art coming out of there. Right. A lot of great uh, civil rights movements, protests. Sa 2015, the Summer of Love. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's just a cool place. I I mean I I've seen a few headings, beheadings, beheadings, but that happens. You know. I I like the way they just drag a guy in the middle of an intersection and behead him instead of doing it. Oh, you didn't know that? No. So they'll they'll convict a guy uh-huh. of a, of a crime, uh-huh. and then they'll just and drive how, how, him out. How, how long does it take for the jury to convict him of the? I'm sure it's like eight minutes. Yeah. And then they just drive him out, and uh, and they'll just behead him in the street in front of everybody, and uh, they'll chop his fucking head off while he screams, uh-huh. and then everyone will go about their day. Yeah. Like that's not completely insane, but they're not ISIS they're because not ISIS. They're, because they're doing it through. Uh, um, a re- legal process Yeah, there's, there's, they're not ISIS Because everyone
0: pauses to work out
1: why um, No, still nothing I can't think because... of Oh, I know why Because uh, a woman had an affair uh, A woman and a man had an affair oh, yeah, yeah. They are both married uh-huh. And he got um, like uh, 20 days in jail uh-huh. And she got 200 lashes okay. so Is that a good Yeah, okay. a good... So, they're yes. not, so it's like America Yeah, so they're not ISIS because Again, no, can't really quite you work it out. Can't really but, come up with anything.
0: All right, so we've got uh, Wolf Blitzer. He became
1: famous. Now he hosts. Okay, so he's. What is he now? He's in Saudi Arabia. And remember, uh, so uh, Saddam Hussein would shoot Scud missiles. Mm-hmm. And they. Oh, it was the basically Scud, like. Right? The Scud, right? Like, it was like, I hope this goes somewhere 500 miles near something. Like, yeah. it was just the craziest. I mean, it was like shooting, shooting Roman candles. Like it's just fucking nuts. You couldn't
0: aim them. I mean, he really did buy most of his missiles from a caravan on the side of the road. <laughs> Literally, his uh, hey. Ministry of Defence was three Mexican
1: guys. <laughs> hey, you want the uh, you want the missile? It'd go far. You like uh, you like missile? We, we've
0: got them all. We've got uh, we've got Twizzlers. We've got Sc- Blitzers. We've got Scuds. <laughs>
1: That's scud? That's what you're calling your missile? The scud. It sounds like it doesn't. It sounds like a. It, it's. It says like I don't work. Right. The scud. So close to dud. <laughs> it's so like close why? to dud.
0: Really? Do you want one that rhymes with dud? Well, oh, this one shit. What should we call it? <laughs> the
1: scud. Yes. What Some... about sh-
0: combining? You know shit what? and dud. It's somewhere between a skid mark and a dud. The scud. scud. Yeah, that's good. Scud. That's
1: good. So you'll buy this. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Saddam, yeah, he had weapons of and, mass. And so uh, he had weapons of random mass destruction. Ra-
1: weapons of random
0: destruction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't know. Oh, weapons of mist destruction. Mist- <laughs> oh, no. Well, that does make a lot more sense. He oh. did have. That one, some of them would just land and not blow up. And by the way, I know that like some people, you know, if we were saying this around the time of the Gulf War, there would have been people going, come on, like, you know, that's one point of view. But it has been proved through history to the point where, you know, Tony Blair and there's been all these, uh, you know, investigations into this. There Mm -hmm. were no weapons of mass destruction. No, there were none. Like, that's a fact now. Nope. At the time, there were plenty of people saying that, but it was seen to be a political opinion and not everyone knew all the truth and the oh. leaders were saying blah, 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 blah. But it has been proved since that all the people who at the time
1: said, there are no weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. There were no there weapons were no, of mass destruction. There were none. Yeah. And, and, and everybody, you know, Colin Powell and Condoleezza Rice and George Bush and Cheney, who all just made that lie... And they went to the UN. They should all be in prison for war crimes. Um, And and by the way, anyone who's listened to the
0: uh, Atari episode of the Dollop, the reverse Dollop, uh, will know here's the great thing that we've learned in that time that has passed since that Gulf War. Uh, There were no weapons of mass destruction buried anywhere, (laughs) but it turns out there were heaps of versions of the ET Atari game buried in the (laughs) desert. And we
1: found those. Found those. Um. So anyway, so he would shoot Scud missiles and, mm. and there are troops stationed in Saudi Arabia and, and Wolf Blitzer was with those troops and so he would have this big helmet on and run around and talk about other Scuds flying in and that's how he became famous. Okay, yeah. Wartime that, correspondent. Yeah, so we have, we have and war- his name was Wolf Blitzer. Wolf Blitzer. I mean, that's... I mean, if you... Like we're 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 going to hit a point because of Wolf Blitzer, where everyone, can, like like our 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 weatherman here in L.A., our big one is is Dallas Rains. Like that, we're gonna. That's again. what's gonna happen to newscasters. They're all gonna be Wolf Blitzers and and America know, has Tiger turned, Jenkins. America and, has turned into America the movie. Oh, yeah. that's what it is. No, we everything's are everything's
0: becoming the movie. We can't parody ourselves again. If I was making this movie and my journalist. <laughs> At the heart of it was called Wolf Blitzer. People are yeah. like, you know what, tone it down. you, know, you so got to go, change that. This is a specific <laughs> Rim really? amo. Can we have like a realistic
1: name? Yeah. So Wolf anyway, Blitzer. so now he's in the what is known as a situation room every day on CNN from like two to five. I'm in the situation room. Which no, is, he's not. It's just a yeah. TV studio. You know, he's in the situation room. I'm in room. a TV studio. Well, it's a studio. It's the same yeah. studio that everyone else has used, but yeah. it's called the situation room. Oh God. Because there's situations happening and yeah. he's really bad at covering events. It's tremendous. Oh uh, is he? He's he, so fucking bad at it. Like, was, you can't believe what you're watching. I didn't when, really seem, think
0: he was a great host the other night. That's no, he's was, terrible at that's his That's why job. I was kind of asking you. Yeah. I assumed he was like some big respected American nope. journalist. No, but. we all laugh at him. He's oh, okay. horrible. Good. John Stewart used to make like, fun of him all the time. <laughs> well good, I got that. <laughs> that's that's part of the problem with this country when you are half aware of things but like I mean I knew there was a guy called Wolf Blitzer but I yeah. didn't know, know anything about the backstory so it's like one of those things where you sit down to watch something and you go Oh, maybe I'm watching some American like legend of broadcasting oh. and okay good well I, that's no, absolutely good absolutely not my opinions are shared then <laughs> <laughs> okay so Wolf uh, is hosting this pre-debate and there's uh, four people in the pre-debate okay uh,
1: there's uh, Lindsey Graham
0: yeah now he was the staff of mine We'll get back to Lindsey Graham. Okay, America. we'll get back to him. Because I
1: think he's the... There's uh, George Pataki, the governor of New York. Now, these guys are all so far back in the polls, they try to say crazy things. And he said the other day that we should kill all Muslims. Yeah. So he's taken, you know, some I pretty that, cool positions. I mean, <laughs> in, did he specify in America or all Muslims? I just saw him. It was a tweet. I was like, that's an interesting tweet I mean, out there. I mean... We should just kill them all. I it mean, there is a... Well, you know what? You know what? Do you know what? I've got to be honest with you. It's a good bumper sticker. It's f-
0: and fuck it. The world is a bit crowded. If we Thank could, you. If we could lose... Population control. If we could lose a quarter to a third of the world's population. Yes. Don't you think that would be... Well, it's, it would solve a lot of the... space
1: at the shops. Global warming situation. Right. Yeah.
0: Be able to yeah. pick up those halal meats a lot quicker. Thank you. Come on, guys. If you want to
1: make your a uh, crazy- Ramadan trip easier lower flights what i mean hey not no, lower flight lower cost flights no queue to no queue to mecca if you've ever wanted to visit yeah right guys Th- this year there probably is not going to be a stampede that kills 2600 people it'll just be you walking up there. just you having yeah. a stroll as a christian <laughs> <laughs> i mean
0: what a fucking crazy thing to say just on like i mean crazy on all sorts of levels but the craziest like when i read the it the craziest I was like, thing of all to say is Even the idea that if you thought that was the solution to the problem, you know, rather than the fact that most of those Muslims are law-abiding peaceful people and it's only a small percentage of people who believe in a bastardized version of what they do that are doing this. But even if it was everyone, even if everyone who was a Muslim are subscribed to ISIS. Like, you know, they're all like, yeah, fucking ISIS nailed it. Finally, someone who said what we've all thought. These are finally our guys. Right. Right. Finally, someone is talking for me. Right. You know, like people are doing with Donald Trump in America. Yes. So... (laughs) (laughs) It's just... (laughs) Because that's the difference as well. You're talking about the Muslim world. You're talking about a world that is mostly rejected, like what ISIS are doing. Whereas you're talking about America, where there's some crazy guy doing all the same things and saying all the same outrageous yeah. things. A bunch of them, not just one crazy guy. A bunch of them, a and bunch. They're like well, maybe maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. But, but it's such an impractical idea. If. The, I can never get past that. Like, have you seen how many Muslims there are? There's a
1: lot. There's more of them than there the are. Lot a lot more. Of anything else together. Anything else. And they're all over the place. Whenever people say, we're at war with all Muslims, I go, no, we're not. You and not. they go, yes, we are. And I go, no, if we were, we'd be dead. Right. We'd all be fucking dead. Can you imagine if every Muslim picked up a gun and started shooting it right now? Right. We'd all be fucking dead. Yep. That's it If they wanted to kill us They could kill us Right Right I mean, what the fuck? Why don't they understand?
0: I think because America has been so powerful for so long, this idea that somebody can... Like Australia, we have more of a global perspective on this because we're like a a European country in the middle of Asia. So we've always had Indonesia at our doorstep with like 100 million Muslim people there. We've had China that is so close that, you know, has their own regime and their own issues that are so close to us. Japan had their little flare-up. Yeah. We're used to the idea that people could kill us. (laughs) Well, all that we have... Sometimes it's like, sometimes here's the idea. Be nice
1: to those people <laughs> <laughs> so they don't kill you. We All we have is, well, Canadians, but they're like us, right. but friendly. And then Mexicans who just come over here to do jobs that are menial and, and degrading. P- they don't try to baseball? kill us play bait <laughs> they, play- no, they don't even play more soccer there aren't a lot of there's not a lot of great mexican baseball players they usually i come mean they the can't Caribbean. even get
0: jobs in good sports in america i know no <laughs> uh okay so you've got uh the dude who said kill all muslims right uh, so he's is that is that pataki
1: yeah it's pataki
0: wacky pataki
1: there's santorum do you know about santorum
0: now i believe there's an internet term for santorum yes uh tell me about Santa this is this Rick Santorum is that his name
1: yeah yeah okay so uh what's his name Savage uh the Dan, pop- Savage. Dan Savage yeah. so
0: uh, I'm not who's, sure he's good too I like Dan Savage yeah right. yeah yeah uh,
1: is it Dan Savage is that his name I believe it's Dan, Dan let's just yeah. call him Dan yeah let's call him Dan. um he uh you know Santorum was uh, a huge Christian right wing just he's like the forefront of idiocy uh-huh and, uh, and he, during gay marriage and gay anything, was sort of, the, you know, at the forefront of stop sodomy and, you know, all that shit. So, so Hang
0: on. So, you're t- a religious extremist wants yeah. to enforce his opinions on people it's weird. about homosexuality and stopping sodomy. Yeah. So, what's the difference between ISIS again? They <laughs> have,
1: like, a lot of Toyota trucks. <laughs> yeah. And we have Fords. Did you see that that guy? No, they kill people. We don't yeah. kill people in America, except for all the people that we uh, kill. Get <laughs> yeah. Except for that though. Um, um, did you
0: see that guy who? Because you know they're, they're all
1: Toyota. um oh, you know, the guy, Hiluxers, the guy who, who turned in his he turned in his truck. Gary's plumbing to, to the or dealership, and yep. he left the plaque on it. The Gary's Plumbing plaque, <laughs> and then he sees it driving around an ISIS guy driving around shooting at people which is just the fucking best that couldn't explain the situation more Isn't <laughs> like it just couldn't it, yes that is ISIS that is, you're right they have our extra shit and they're killing us with it what the fuck did you think was happening as a matter of fact if you turn in a car to a dealership you should be like who in ISIS is gonna get this <laughs> Can you take the sticker off the car?
0: For <laughs> what I love about that the most is he turned it into the dealer without taking the sticker off the car. Great. He was like, you take that off. The dealer has sold it to ISIS without taking the sticker off. And then ISIS have gone, yeah, fuck, fuck it. Fuck it. Like fuck it. One dude in ISIS has gone, at least I know which truck's mine. <laughs> hey, that's mine. The one that says Gary's plumbing on the side. <laughs> I like the design.
1: It's a man with a wrench.
0: Uh, okay, so um, you've got uh, Santorum, who
1: uh, Dan Savage, fake Dan Savage, I'm yeah. So, him. so what he did was he uh, Google bombed him, which he basically told everyone to God, what is it? What's the term? So, so San- he basically said he want. basically said uh, so let's all uh, create a a new definition for Santorum, and it's a really I think it's a dirty definition. It of might some be kind. close to felching or some sort of really sort of it, it involves shit. <laughs> I think.
0: Well, I mean, it's on Urban Dictionary, so it's got to involve shit. Uh, Urban Dictionary, Santorum. Uh, uh. (laughs) Yeah. You can't help but laugh at it. Uh, So, uh, number two in the definition is Senator Rick Santorum. Uh, Number one. Oh, it's still number one. Yes. That frothy mixture of lube and fecal matter that is sometimes the byproduct of anal sex. (laughs)
1: I mean, every time you hear it, it makes you laugh. I mean, and what he I love made it, that the number one Google search. What I,
0: what I love uh, the most
1: um, is that it's just
0: the frothy mixture of yeah. lube and fecal matter.
1: Oh, it's just a beautiful definition that he came up with. And then this guy, you know, uh, eight years ago, four years ago, he won the he won the first primary, <laughs> and all I was thinking was, this is going to be tremendous. And people people kept saying, how is he going to? get over this internet thing and it was like what are you talking about he has to get over being himself like he's already fucked the internet thing doesn't matter but Uh, he's just like a crazy right-wing religious nut job uh this is what i like as well it says underneath 20
0: words related to santorum you know when you get your sort of related words so these are uh related words that when people you know use the term santorum that also come up you know related top searches um anal Yep Sex Yep (laughs) Anal sex (laughs) Republican Shit Lube Come Gay Rick Santora Oh god Arse Rick (laughs) Semen (laughs) Asshole Asshole Butt Frothy Anus Feces Fecal Felch (laughs) Conservative (laughs) Uh, I'm a fecal felch which conservative. Is, which is his bumper sticker. Centaurum twenty sixteen. Great. <laughs> fecal Felch Conservative, Centaurum twenty sixteen.
1: He's it's so perfect
0: okay. that he did that is the greatest thing. So you've got the guy who wants to kill all Muslims.
1: And then you've got got the uh, guy who uh, is a frothy mix of lube and uh, anal. Yeah, he's a frothy. And he looks, I mean, he just looks like you would think a a crazy religious guy looks. Right. And so he's he's run for president like three or four times, and there's no chance of him winning. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there's, uh, was Huckabee on the main stage or was he on the little guy stage? I
0: think uh, Huckabee might have been on the little guy stage. Yeah, I think he got kicked down. Well, there was definitely another guy. There was two other guys. So.
1: Yeah, so there's Graham and Huckabee. And yep. Huckabee, uh, he's also a crazy religious guy who was governor of, I think, I want to say Arkansas. And his uh, son killed the dog when he was a teenager. Tortured it and killed it. Um, and he used to be... Uh, used to be a heavy guy, and then he lost a lot of weight and ran for president, and now he's heavy again. Oh. And he's super, super, super religious also. Okay. Huckabee. And then? <clears throat> uh, Lindsey Graham, now, our, little, uh, our little bachelor. Now, oh. this, this, this guy to me was, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Why is why like, is, why is there a gay guy here that everyone's pretending is not gay? Not gay. So clearly gay. A lifetime bachelor. Uh, also, like a lifetime senator from South Carolina that everyone acts like is not Gay. And, and also, he by the could way... could not be more gay. I mean, he quoted the Princess Bride. He quoted the Princess Bride. He quoted the Princess Bride. He does Bride. shit like that all the time. And you look around and you go, Is anybody gonna do is this a thing?
0: But also, what I loved the most about him was not just that. Um, I loved the fact that like he kept talking... As if he honestly was going to be president. Yes. But not only that. He he keeps saying, when when I'm president. And I'm like, you know in a million years, you're not even in the main debate. But he's also, you can
1: see it on his face. He's sitting there screaming, going, (laughs) I am the only one talking reason. And no one is listening to me. And you want to go, it's because everybody knows you're gay and they're Republicans, and they're not going to vote for you. Right. You, you know, you, well, you're,
0: yeah. yeah, There's literally a whole other side of politics that is fine with what you are.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: you're, you just, you're just not in that thing. <laughs> hey you're not. In fact, actually, you know what? I think probably if you were an out-and-proud Republican, then, you know— like I think these days maybe you could. I yeah. Don't know. You possibly I think could. you could, right? But there's, did, prob- there's probably gay Republicans. Didn't he look like he was gonna break into tears the whole time? Oh my god. Like he was gonna start crying. Because he honestly did have that thing of going, like you're absolutely right, of like, I don't understand why you won't like yeah, I'm talking sense. He, he was so and close, you, and I'm giving you these sweet topical princess bride riffs. Yeah, I'm giving you princess bride riffs. Come on, inconceivable! He did yeah. the inconceivable <laughs> bit. Like I loved it. I was like, are you doing stand up comedy on Comedy yeah, Central just... in 1989?
1: Because it, <laughs> totally. He came so close to screaming, what the fuck is happening? Right. It was
0: the best. I loved him. I was, yeah. I found him very compelling. Uh,
1: I, he's so much more fun to watch than a lot of the idiots who are on the main stage. I had seen uh, Jon Stewart make fun of him over the years, oh, yeah. but I had
0: never um, seen him... Do his act, you know? Yeah. I'd
1: heard the jokes about it, yeah. but I'd never actually seen.
0: It's it really, delivered even more than it's I could.
1: Really, have. something to watch. Even if you know all about it, it right. even even at this age, I mean, watching him for a million years, I sit down and watch a debate, and I'm just like, wow, right? I mean, we're all doing this.
0: He was, still, he was the guy. He was like the guy. Uh, if you go and see like a musical production or something like that, like the person who's in the chorus line, yeah. who's convinced they should be the like, lead,
1: totally. Like, <laughs>
0: just it's like. <laughs> Putting in their own solos. What about me? Right. Hey, it,
1: Jimmy. I, you're Jimmy. Listen, you're in the back. Right. We need you to keep it small. We don't need you to go big. Right. We see you back there. Hey, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. But, but it, technically,
0: a tree doesn't do jazz hands.
1: Right. That's all. So you're a tree. You're a tree. So let's just but stop just, the jazz hands from moving. Just hands out. And 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 please don't please don't sing out. I got to be me again. <laughs> okay. Let's just bring it in. You know what I mean.
0: yeah that's definitely what he felt like he felt like i'm ready take me up to the bigs yeah let's do this yeah all right so that's that's and they debated for ages like that's the thing that i didn't get it's like if you've got nine people coming on later it's like you know it's like the first act of the night running the light it's like this is a big night mate and you're the
1: warm-up guy don't run the light like they they, they, They they were running the light so so much they talk so much yeah, and 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 also, there's no reason to have nine on the main stage and four on the put two or three of the other guy there should be six on the main stage and kick the other ones down who gives a shit right they're all fucking none of them are winning but isn't the whole point to hear
0: more from the people who might actually win yes because like you heard more about what the actual like undercard thought about everything totally like you actually go well I at least get a fully formed opinion like each of them went through what they would do about ISIS where they would go like they planned out their crazy plans
1: yeah at least you saw them you were like oh yeah I get exactly what you're doing right you knew exactly every one of those guys was at the end and what they wanted. not On the big stage, no, 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 there was like there
0: was times on the big stage where it went to someone and you're like, Who is that? I know. <laughs> oh, you're here. Look at you. It was like, Oh my god, it was like one of those times where you're like, It was like a band has added an extra couple of players for the tour. You
1: know, it's, it's like, like when you see REM yeah. live and then all of a sudden you catch a glimpse over to the side and a... there's a guy playing guitar behind Hang the on. curtains and you're like, Wait, what's that guy what's playing that... guitar behind the curtains for? Hang on. Who's that guy? Is
0: there two drummers in RM? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. There was a lot of that. There was a few yeah. guys on that main stage where I was just like, "I don't, I don't know who you are." And and also by that that stage, all you want is the main guys to be going at each other. Right. You
1: want starts as Rubio, up. Rubio, Trump, Cruz, Cruz. Who else is in it? Uh, Chris Christie, Jeb Bush Chris is out. Chris Haymokers. Christie's out. He's not going to win. I know,
0: but Jeb Jeb was like Jeb's job. Jeb's job.
1: Well, here's the interesting part. Okay, so the Republicans. Okay, okay,
0: so let's get to yeah. yeah. The Republicans
1: got together last week. Uh They had a they had a they were at some big event, and all the 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 minds of the Republican Party got together to figure out how to destroy uh, Trump. Yeah, and uh, so they want they they probably hate Cruz too, but they probably want Rubio. That's probably who they want. Mm -hmm. Rubio, Uh, Rubio. That's why Rubio sounds so good. Rubio. Yeah, it's good (laughs) fun. So, it was pretty clear
0: that they said... <laughs> he seemed like the least worst of them, but at the same time, he seemed like that
1: you know, high school
0: debating guy you really wanted to punch in the face. Oh,
1: totally. And he's got giant ears, which I can't get past.
0: And you know what? I don't mind what your physical appearance is yeah, if you do a good job, but... Yeah, that's true,
1: but I can't stop looking at the ears. Yeah, I know. They're they like Ferengi ears. They were big ears. Yeah. But he can hear everything. 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 If you rub him, he uh, orgasms. Right. <laughs> so... Uh, he uh, So they clearly set up Jeb Bush, who can't win anymore, he's done, to attack Trump yeah. and to unnerve Trump, yeah. and it worked. And Trump was about to fucking lose it at one point. Like he was about to start screaming. You could see everything getting red and his voice is getting louder and he's making crazy faces. And then fucking Kasich, this guy that nobody gives a shit about, who shouldn't be on the stage. You should be down in the the pre-debate. That was him. Then all of a sudden he butt in and cut it off. And you could tell the Republicans were like, that was the fucking moment. Right. We set it all up for that. You could tell that they had set this all up and, and Jeb Bush was just had him against the ropes and was doing right. left Chaos president and hitting him with this and hitting him with that. And Trump was fucking losing it. And they had set it all up just like that. And then that fucking idiot grandpa, the grandpa over in the corner, all of a sudden just butts in. It was just like, wow. Poor, poor
0: old Jeb Bush. Here's what I would say about him uh, is that, and when I say poor old Jeb Bush, I just mean in a communication sense, he, he, he uh, he jumps ahead in his words. Yep. I don't know if you've noticed that, but often he'll put a word from what's meant to be in the next sentence yeah. in this sentence, yeah. and it throws him, and it's like he's kind of already thinking about what he's saying next, and that then pollutes that it's, one set. It's really weird, but it's like a little quirk that I do No, it's weird
1: because uh, his brother's such a good speaker. You would think <laughs> that that family with their gifted oratory skills. It's with- good fun. They're morons. They're a stupid family who right. got really rich, but they're a stupid, they're a stupid people. Yeah,
0: but they proved the American dream. Any idiot can be president.
1: All they have to do is steal one.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. All so, right, so so up on the main stage, yeah. So that was what the whole point of the
1: night was, was to kind of take uh, down uh, Trump. Yeah, take but down do Trump. But do you
0: think that they landed enough punches on Trump in that? I don't no, know. No, it, it
1: was on the verge of happening. In a couple, a couple more sentences out of Bush, and Trump was going to snap. Because he's a narcissist, and if you keep punching him and going at him, he will not be able to take it. His his only job up there is to be like, okay, stay cool, stay cool. Okay, count to ten, stay cool. That's all he's doing. And and he was and Jeb was landing body punches, and he was going to fucking snap. You could see it. If you go back and watch the debate, you see a man about to lose control. And and once he loses control, that's it. He's done. When he starts screaming, he's done. <laughs> like that's it. Like he can say anything he wants, but when you lose control as a presidential candidate you're finished and they almost had him
0: I mean I do love that I I must admit there is some appeal and I can understand why people enjoy watching Trump Trump? there is some appeal in the way that he won't even counter an argument no he's accounted everyone is you're a loser you're losing listen to this guy this guy isn't
1: why is he even up here like he just starts listing off poll results (laughs) totally yeah it's just fucking insane it's like my dad's running for president (laughs) (laughs) I just, and it keeps going on, but he's never going to win. He can't win. That's the thing. I mean, it's one of those things that people keep saying. No, he literally (laughs) statistically wise, he can't win because, because more people, because everybody knows who he, the the thing when you want to be a presidential candidate running for president is you want the least amount of people to know you and have made up their mind about you and have, have a favorable opinion of you. So Trump is the most negative of right. any, he, he has a negative 22, which means 98% of people have heard about him and a huge portion of those dislike him intensely. So he has no chance of winning the election. Hillary is also a, like a negative eight. Rubio's a positive. Bernie's the most positive. So it's just these things that you look at when you're looking at elections and he has no chance of winning. An well, election. I mean, yes, that's what everyone says. And I hope that you're right, by the way. But
0: I don't even think he'll get through the primaries. Well, I mean, they'll try to stop him. Like they'll do everything they can every, to stop him.
1: Every single fucking year, there's but some this idiot my, out front. Newt Gingrich was supposed to be president four years ago. He was right. the guy that everyone's like, "Look at this great fucking yeah. asshole who left his wife when she was dying of cancer. This uh, yeah. guy's awesome." And Ross Perot and all those guys. Yeah. You always have like a
0: crazy one early on. Yeah. No, I get that. But normally they say something, and then everyone realizes
1: they're terrible. And well, I, I, I don't know what Donald does. Gareth said it right. He when he was on the podcast the other day and he said that the press isn't doing anything. Right. There there are huge art, like they just they they say something wrong that's completely false and CNN just talks about how they said something. Right. And you read the article and you go, "Where's the point?" Where you go, "This is completely wrong." But they don't they're this is now reality TV, right? And the and the newspapers are on board. They want Trump to go on as long as possible because Trump has headlines. Trump sells papers, and and then at the end of it all, they would go, oh, he's president. Wow, right? Well, that was weird. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we, did, we to be honest, we were only really thinking about tomorrow. We were, and tomorrow looked <sighs> I mean, good. Selling like a lot until- of papers. Now, um,
0: hey, uh, Carly Fiorina was crazy. In it. Carly crazy Fiorina, monster. she's good. She's crazy. Uh, she's your friend, but she's, she's a your crazy friend, monster. Carly, yeah. Me and Carl's, you and her hung out for we a while. We got way back, me and Carly, yeah. Um, the thing that about her that I thought was uh, great was, if I had run a failed business, right. like if I had run a business into the ground and that was the thing I was most famous for, yeah. I wouldn't bring it
1: up in every single answer. Wouldn't you think so? Like if you had set a company on fire, wouldn't you be like? I- I- I mean, I wasn't really there. Right. I wasn't around. But there She'd be distancing yourself from it, but no, every, it's just like she's standing in a pile of bodies going, "Look at these bodies!"
0: Right. And like that, it's nuts. That is somebody who has like signed up to capitalism in a way that's crazy. Like, yes. you know those people who just think that corporate America She's like, "Well, I'll get corporate America involved." Totally. Because the one thing that we've learned from, you know, Keeping our eyes open for about the last thirty years is that corporate America has the solution to all problems.
1: Well, they've got it nailed down, don't they? I, I mean, mean, anytime something go wrong goes wrong in this country, I look to corporate America. America and say, "Hey, how can you get us out of this housing crisis? What are you going to do? What are you guys going to do?" And they always we do don't something-
0: know, We don't know who we don't know who created it. Right. We we There's don't understand. No way to
1: figure that we out. We can't
0: work that out. But I'm yeah.
1: pretty sure the only solution is less regulation of corporate America. Right. Right. I couldn't agree more. Just let's set them loose. Can we just let the corporations loose? They're, They're just so fucking constrained in this country. Exactly. It's like they can't get anything done. The poor... It's so sad. Mate, when, when are we going to let corporations get married?
0: That's what I say. Thank you. Right? Thank you. Corporations are people for taxation purposes and okay, for purposes co- of law in this country. Why can't they get married? Would- Why
1: can't I go down and see Walmart? get hitched with get
0: hitched with uh, exxon exxon
1: well they, well, they probably couple, are they probably they are. yeah they're, they kind of are i mean it's not i enough. just i just went to shell and i put in my grocery store loyalty number to get money off at shell so they're so ralph's and shell are married
0: uh, I mean, what the, I was even reading in the papers today—they were looking at like it was like what, who Apple might buy next year, and it's like—and the, these worlds are going. Do we really think it's the best thing that everyone's just developing their things to sell them to Google or to Apple, and yeah, there's just going to be three com- companies who own everything? Like, that,
1: well, that's—it's so movies in the future, isn't it? I mean, yeah. if you were making a movie, <laughs> 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 I wonder how this ends up. I mean,
0: uh, well, you want to know my call? Yeah, of course I do. I think that which will bring us very nicely and easily back to the Hunger Games, I imagine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that Trump uh, Trump loses, but he's created a base of lunatic, right? Racist. He's a legi- fascist.
0: He's legitimised that. Yes. There's a certain. This is and this is. I I believe this is actually the problem. Is like yes, he will go away. But now that you've legitimised through yeah. the political process and you've said it's acceptable for people to say these things and run on these, and these people who believe these things have been given a public voice. Well, I think we should kill all Muslims as well. Um, and that guy who's running for president said we should kill all Muslims. I know yeah. that wasn't Trump, but he has yeah. Well, round them up, put a tag yeah. on them or whatever. You know. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he hasn't said yet you know yeah one more bomb goes off in the country and i bet uh-huh, you know that's exactly right right but you've legitimized that as a as a legitimate position instead of politicians being the people yeah. who go no we all agree like
1: that- george bush was right. i mean george bush now looks like a good guy compared to these fucking idiots right but I think he, he legitimizes that, and then there's a huge base, and I think that someone who has a lot more uh, a skill as a politician takes advantage of it, and we're in a really scary, dangerous place. Charismat- That's what I think happens. What a, charismatic, a, slow- a
0: charismatic uh, public speaker with some right-wing ideas and yeah. a fashionable haircut.
1: This is, this is what it is, that you're watching what, how it happens. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, it, it's, you know, God's, Godwin's law is to, you know, compare everything
0: to fucking Nazi Germany. But what we're getting is an insight into how that sort of thing. You think of the Germans of that time as being this, like they were all terrible people or, or no, whatever. No, but they but weren't. They had, you know, people had prejudices and whatever, but they were harnessed and
1: fashioned yeah. and, you know, made into this, you know, movement by a charismatic leader. Well, you know? if anybody doesn't think that, that that the entire opinion of of the reality of of what the country is uh, can be changed in a small amount of time. Just look at guns. Right, it's not what anybody thought for the first two hundred years of our country, and all of a sudden it's this completely opposite thing. Where you are like, what just fucking happened? Well, it's you- easy to take the media and turn shit around. And Fox News would be happy to get on board with fascism. I feel like you guys just should split up again. I Do you have, know what I mean, like I it have is that California to split from this country for so fucking we we are. Too, I feel like that's too different. Going. I think that's where it's going to. Yeah. The, the country will split up. And people, when I say that, they think I'm crazy, but you, this is untenable. It's completely, this doesn't work. Right. And
0: if you've got Apple, for example, who owns everything, who are out of California, at yeah. some stage, they're like, fuck this shit. Right. We're Apple. Yeah. We'll, we will just have our own little, pl- I mean, there's plenty of places in America who would do that tomorrow. Yeah, there like are. Like I mean, for terrible reasons. The right? South would yeah, love to South. leave. And I, I'm like, go ahead. Some of the, we some, fucking, yeah. I, you know what? I'm
1: tired of uh, taking, for all the fucking shit that those people talk about, Mexicans and blah, 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 the fucking welfare states are all the Southern states. They take all the money from New York and California and we, we give up much more than we get back. And those fucking little sycophant, bitch, cunt, <laughs> bitch fucking states sit there and take all of our money and then whine about shit. Fuck you. You know, why don't you take care of your own business? So, fuck them. I would love for them to get cut loose. By the way, that's the sort of thing that a politician will say next. to Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but this country can't stay together. Not, not at this. Not at not this. Not how it's going at the moment. No, absolutely, because not. the extremes are polarizing so much. Like, yeah, it's, you're watching the balkanization of America. Nobody's, and it's going look, for nobody's looking for common ground anymore. No. you've got
0: a whole bunch of people who are saying so, like so things that are so <laughs> far away
1: from each other. Well, it's, it's worse. live. we're living in different realities. And how can you stay together as a country when you're living in different realities? Right. Because they live in a completely different world where Benghazi is the worst thing that's happened. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, it's just, I don't know what to say to you. You're out of your fucking mind. I'm always uh, fascinated by the advertisements
0: they play. Like, because that tells you a lot about it as well. You know, like- When you watch the when you watch
1: them on Fox, you're like, where are you guys? Right. Where are you? This is insane. But don't you have the vaginal mesh commercials that I watch? But it, it's- Situational
0: bias or it's confirmation bias, like we seek out these worlds that reinforce our own prejudices and stuff yeah. about things. And I was like, I the, my, the promo I enjoyed the most was uh, the hateful eight, they were playing a lot of ads for oh, yeah. hateful eight, and I was just like, they really should call the debate the hateful nine. Oh my god, I mean, that would have been perfect, <sighs> right? It would have been great. Uh, okay, so uh, Hunger Games. Have uh, you, are you up to date in the Hunger Games? Are you, have you yeah, I watched it? the last one. I've liked them all. So people know this, that I loved it In the Middle. First one's fine. Yeah. I think the second one and the third one were pretty great. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, so I'm ready. I, I was really excited about this. Yeah. But, I, but I haven't been in the movies in four or five months or something. <sighs> Me for, neither. For a guy who well, I used to worse. go to the movies like every day, I have, because I was so busy. Oh, I and saw whatever. The Martian. Oh, what did you think? Fuck it.
1: I loved it. Oh yeah? I loved it. Um, yeah, I love The Martian. Okay, good. Uh, I'd like to say that. Okay. That was the only movie I've seen in a long time. But look, I think we both have to admit that what they've created is making us not want to go anymore. Right? Like, I mean, there's some movies we want to see, but I used to see every movie. Right. And granted, granted I'm much busier now than I've ever been in my right. career in my life but I always carved out time for movies. Now I don't. I carve out time for TV. Yeah, I've watched heaps of TV. Yeah. But that was the time you used to go see a movie also. The drive just isn't
0: there. Well, I, no, I absolutely agree with you. Like, I mean, even the other day I had some time and I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll go and catch a movie. Yeah. And I looked through the thing and The yeah. Hunger Games wasn't on at the time. And yeah. I thought, well, I'll go and see something else instead. And then I was like, yeah. Like, even Spectre, I was like,
1: nah. Like, no, Spectre was like, oh, eh, nah, I'll, I'll watch <laughs> it on the plane. But also, there's also this crazy thing where, how do you have so many fucking movie theaters and not work it out so there's a movie starting every hour? Right. Why are there still these big two-hour windows where I can't go see a movie? Well, this is the, it's it's weird that they still think that you you
0: you only want to go at, like, five, right. seven, and nine. That's
1: what they think. That Everything's changed. We're all doing stuff at different times now. Five, seven, and nine is not,
0: but uh, well, today is Star Wars uh, opening day here in America, and that is it midnight or is it today? Nah, like uh, seven o'clock tonight okay. or whatever, you know. So um, from where I'm going to see it tonight, um, from where are you like, going? Just the grove, okay. And from alone, uh, yep. Yeah okay and uh yeah i just i literally logged on today like it was just like oh, i wonder if it's all sold out everywhere around like la today yeah and i, I logged on and there was like a seven o'clock you know, of course there,
1: there like- is it's all fucking stupid hype and everybody go- you i mean it's it's gonna make a ton of money but like a ton of money but look we both agree there's one and a half good movies the empire yeah. strikes back is a fantastic film great film uh directed by someone who wasn't george lucas George Lucas thought it was too dark, and then he brought in a bunch of fucking jumping puppets to be in the third one.
0: And uh, Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote *The Empire Strikes Back*, uh, has written co-written with JJ this yes. new film.
1: Yes, and and so so I I don't I, know how old Lawrence Kasdan is now. By the way, he's right? probably very old.
0: Like it's like one of those things where you're like, yeah, oh god, the guy who wrote *Empire Strikes Back* is writing this. <laughs> Didn't he write that like nine hundred years ago? Like he yeah. might, he probably looks like Yoda. He comes in like. <laughs> Hang on! This is not even Lawrence Kasdan. This is George Lucas has made an animatronic Kasdan and snuck it in. Mm, more mm. Jaja Binks? What? Hang on! What?
1: <laughs> mm. I'm trying to think of my old my old Yoda impression. People called for it after we talked about Star Wars briefly. Oh, mm. uh, what is it? <laughs> I fucking can't remember it. Uh, shit! It's terrible. My Yoda impression is gone. Uh, Tool time. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, oh you gotta I gotta put together the table. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, that's my Yoda. <laughs> that's,
0: I mean it's it's still as good as
1: ever. It Thank took you, you a second, but it, it is still it as did. good as
0: ever. Um so I, I, I was not even planning to see it, but then I realized I was going back to Australia and Amy wouldn't want to see it. So I was like, oh, well, I'll, right. I'll, I'll like, you know, if I can go and catch it tonight, I'll go I, catch wasn't, it tonight.
1: I wasn't, I wasn't going to see it at all. I, I just have this opinion that um, when I was 12 or a kid, Wars was the greatest thing that ever fucking happened. Yep. And I saw it a bunch of times and I loved it. And I love the second one. And then the third one was incredibly disappointing, even as a child, because those giant fucking hamsters are running around mm-hmm. and it was horrible. And then they made three more. They were all god awful, awful fucking films. The acting was bad. Everything was fucking bad about it. There was a giant racist mouse running around. It's a terrible movie.
0: And they're all terrible movies. And they. It's ru- about a grain embargo. And also, yeah, but also they took something magical, the force, and explained it.
1: Yes. 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 They they did everything wrong. Like you could do in those movies.
0: The greatest thing about those movies is like a kid is like you know that story of that film is so fantastic for kids, particularly boys, because it's this idea that you're just this ordinary person living this ordinary life, yeah. but you're actually someone really really special. Yes. you know. I think girls growing up had that version of like you know I'm a secret princess or whatever. Like totally. for guys, it was like you know I'm like I'm, I could be Luke Skywalker. Yeah, you know maybe one day they're just going to come to the farm
1: and be like hey, and then be like kid,
0: hey. You're the deal. Let's go. Right. What? We've been hiding you here.
1: Why'd you spend on Tatooine? Just-
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, it, it's a cool story. It's a cool myth. And it it's is a, a cool. It's a good... Like, I've always said that about Star Wars. I love the universe that was created. I think it's a fun... Like, you know... Like, particularly when you're a kid and you haven't seen all the tropes that they actually compiled and ripped off. Uh-huh. Like, you know... Well, you keep like-
1: saying something, that you're particularly when you're a kid, that I think I really tap into. <laughs> when you're a kid! Right. And... So, I, so I'm no longer a kid And the last four Star Wars movies That have come out have been garbage They're garbage movies They're, there is, And let's all be honest The Phantom Menace When it came out Got awesome reviews From the New York Times From everywhere People were fucking loving it And then as time went on People were like Holy shit this is garbage And now I'm not a huge fan of J.J. Abrams Uh huh I don't think J.J. Abrams is a good director. I think he's good at making movies for mass appeal across the world. And that doesn't mean he's a good filmmaker. That means he is... A good entertainment provider. I think that we have had this conversation, maybe a lot of people don't know this, but when you're a stand-up comedian, you don't want to make every person in the room laugh. If every person in the room is is laughing really hard, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, Because that means you're just homogenized bullshit and you want to have your own your own voice and your own personality. And that means not everyone should be laughing and JJ Abrams makes or tries to make everyone laugh. And that's not good art. Now he's very good at doing what Hollywood wants him to do. Yeah,
0: well, But I I think JJ, you know
1: what you're getting with JJ,
0: which is like, he's an entertainment guy. I've always said, like I, my, I I had, I think it might've been with Justin and Charlie, but we were talking about this and I said, here's the thing about JJ, you know, it's going to be fine jj's like going to mcdonald's or whatever i feel empty where you're like yeah but you know always but you know it's going to be one of those things where you're like it's never going to poison you it's never no, gonna you're be not going to walk
1: out and go that was a terrible movie but no. you're also also not going to walk out and go man that was really interesting and cool and i loved it you're going to go huh it's like i always said that jj should come up with the ideas
0: like you know he's a guy who can get yeah. things done and he loves the world and then just leave it to other people
1: other people to like, write It
0: lost is a good example of that like as yeah. soon as like jj was done with that that show got heaps better Yes, even though that first episode and the conception of it and the fact that it happened probably never would have happened without JJ. Yeah. Then when he went on to do other things, that show kind of found its own voice. Totally and, did. Like its own world, because yeah. you know, as, as has been proved since then, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cruz have uh, a much more individualistic uh, voice yes. and perspective. <laughs> that is not for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so because of that, I have, I have. Like it's amazing that there's a Star Wars movie coming out. And I just don't give a shit. I really just don't care. I mean, I'm going to see it because my nephew wants me to take him at Christmas. But if he didn't, I'd be like, oh, my friend just got a screener. I'd probably go over to his house and watch it at some point. But, but they they put out three, f- four shitty movies in a row. What mm. franchise gets to dump out just garbage and people act like this? It's fucking amazing to me. It's been garbage. Well, I mean, this is mostly. I mean,
0: you know, look, we we are talking about America. That... <laughs> you can start off everything we talk about on mm. this podcast with that. I mean, Star Wars is much like America. Like, like, it, Star Wars is much like America's uh, track record in wars. Oh, geez. starts well and then <laughs> pretty much resting on past glories, and what? most most of them are a mess. What
1: are you talking about? <laughs>
0: I mean, it's a very good example. Phantom Menace. That's much like Iraq. I mean, the initial reviews, right? Mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah. Mission accomplished, mission guys. Mission accomplished. Five stars. Yeah. New York Times. Mission accomplished. Yeah. A couple of years later, people are like, you know, what? I've looked back
1: on that Iraq war, and I don't feel exactly. like it wasn't it doesn't actually
0: doesn't really hold, hold up. up.
1: <laughs> yeah. There was a really stupid guy, you know, too, who kept saying racist things. I
0: remember at the time, I was really convinced by the whole they had weapons of mass destruction storyline, uh, but... Yeah, now... Since
1: then, there's the a lot of holes, holes in that plot. And, and then Yoda did that thing. <sighs> it's weird. They they never did anything worse in any Star Wars movie than making Yoda fight in that scene. Uh, in the early one? You mean, Where he's the, like a, yeah, when he's early in animatronic. And he's, like, flying around, and, yeah. and that was the worst thing that they've ever done in Star... The great thing about Yoda is that he doesn't—he doesn't do that. He's just this little guy who dispenses knowledge. He's not. Well, it's not n- now. <laughs> Back in the day, mate, he could fucking throw it down. But yeah, so I just have a whole different. I am, you know, I'm just, I'm just amazed at all my friends, how fucking excited they are, and I'm just like, what am I? What I grew up with all this, what am I missing? I've, it, it'd be like getting excited about a, another Escape from Witch Mountain to me, which is a movie I very much enjoyed as a kid, but I realize I've grown past it. Yeah, it's I'm, cool if you want to take your kids. I think that makes sense.
0: Yeah, look, I, I you know, I'm not hanging out for, you know, don't tell mum the babysitter's dead too. <laughs> but, I mean, I enjoyed it the first time. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm happy to leave it in. Uh,
1: It'd be like, oh, there's another Friday the 13th movie coming out.
0: Oh, my God. They they're finally getting the team back together for Zapped. <laughs> That's got the original guys. It's not some spinoff. Scott Bayo and Willie Ames make appearances in the Zapped. JJ's doing it,
1: but I want, I want, so I wanted to read the reviews to see if they were similar to the Phantom Menace, and they are very similar to the Phantom Menace in that uh, people say that there's this is great and this is great and this is great, but every single review is like, but it's merely missing something and it's fairly empty and it's uh, a rehash of what we've already seen.
0: I have heard that a lot. That doesn't surprise me. If I'd had a guess beforehand. Uh, that's what I thought would happen because JJ that's what he does that's what he does he does homages to things that first Star Trek uh, reboot like I'm not a big Star Trek fan I didn't like like it at all but I didn't mind it but again fine totally JJ Abrams that's what his card says fine (laughs) JJ fine
1: hey I didn't fuck it up hey JJ won't fuck it up (laughs)
0: That's what we love about J.J. Never excels, uh, Never excels. never really fucks it up.
1: I just think he, I don't think he's ever made a movie that has ended well. I don't think he knows how to do a third act. I don't know if he's ever, has he ever made a, like anything, like a great movie, J.J. No. Abrams? let's look it up. Yeah, let's, let's, right, let's so uh, have you seen the new there'll Star There'll be a lot of people who are ups, upset oh, about this. Oh, of course there are, of course there are. The the, have you seen the new Star Trek trailer? No. Okay, so my big problem with J.J. Abrams' films is always the tone. I think it's such a homogenized bullshit tone and the jokes make me want to poke my eyes out. And because I'm a comedian, I can't get past that. Like one of my favorite comedy moments that's ever, ha- ever happened in an action film was in X-Men when uh, cyclops and Wolverine are the Statue of Liberty and they don't know who's real. And one of them just says like, you're a dick or something like that. It's a very fucking, it's like a great funny fucking moment. It's, true humor that you can find in that moment and then this new Star Trek trailer comes out and, and there there are two characters Spock and someone else maybe it's Bones and there are two, three spaceships about to annihilate them and they're standing in a bunch of rocks and, and Bones goes well at least I'm not going to die alone and then Spock all of a sudden gets transported out <laughs> like just fucking the worst comedy ever like you can't get worse than that it's for old ladies
0: Jeffrey Jacob Abrams Jacob yep yeah, Jeffrey Jacob
1: well I knew there was something about him yeah, I don't know what go. that means
0: JJ uh, Jeffrey Jacob Abrams uh, born at June 27, 1966 he's youthful looking but he's uh, a good uh, seven
1: years younger than I am but he's uh, <laughs> he's much more youthful looking than yeah. I am well um, he, he sleeps in a chamber of something because he's great, is greatly an,
0: wealthy is an American director uh-huh producer writer actor and composer yes oh so that's a lot yeah what a th- what threat does that mean one two three four five he's it it's got me beat uh quad no a quintuple a quintuple threat he's
1: a quintuple threat
0: he's a quintuple threat jj jeffrey jacobs uh abrams wrote and or produced feature films okay here we go let's just uh we don't need to know all that you know stuff about here let's just no. get down to
1: what he's made nitty
0: gritty um all right i'll try uh, to think of a horrible
1: joke from each movie
0: uh let's we'll skip past his uh acting career yeah 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 no yeah or writing no 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 do you want to know what he wrote he wrote regarding henry did you know that i did not know that there you go that's interesting i quite enjoyed that film uh so there you go it was about henry harrison
1: ford was (laughs) in regarding henry right
0: yeah got a brain injury
1: yep hit himself on the On the
0: noggin. I made a regarding Henry joke on Twitter the other day. No, you did? Wow. Yeah, there's this Australian uh, cartoonist you may have... uh, Anyway, I don't know if you've seen it, but his name's Bill Leak. He used to be this kind of cool, cutting-edge Australian cartoonist. Uh And he... uh, couple of years, uh, quite a while back he had a head injury and now he's become this oh. like uh, really right wing oh. like really like kind of vaguely racist like yeah. in a horrible cartoonist and so I did like he'd done a particularly racist cartoon recently oh. that got a bit of controversy and I said that Bill Leake was like the opposite of that movie regarding Henry where he was like a really nice guy at the start and then <laughs> he had a major brain injury and he became a terrible person <laughs> I mean the people who remember regarding Henry thought it was
1: a pretty good joke <laughs> <laughs> All seven
0: You needed to know a lot of information You really did like you A really, lot of backstory on you that needed, joke You needed to be across a whole bunch of shit I was in Denver, and many, one, I was in Denver, and one of the radio hosts uh, there who like they love having me on their show, and like yeah. literally, I go in for forty-five minutes every time I'm in town. They just ask me about Australia, and he goes, "Yeah, I follow you on Twitter. I don't understand anything you tweet about." <laughs> so, yeah, try
1: try I get rough. my Australian news. I, I read what you're tweeting, and then I look it up.
0: <laughs> he was an actor in the movie Six Degrees of Separation. There you go. Mm. I quite enjoyed that film as well. Interesting. Uh, the Paul Bearer Diabolik. Is uh, okay. what he's written. Are, yeah, no, all right. Armageddon. Did you know he wrote on Armageddon? Oh, that, yeah, that makes sense. That does make That's sense. Where he learned it all, doesn't it? There you go. Uh, all right, Mission Impossible three. He
1: wrote nope. and directed. Not, not good, not bad ending. I remember. I very specifically remember this movie and going, Jesus, this ending is terrible. That was one of the better Mission
0: Impossible yeah. movies, though. So, but you're right. Again, it apart. was a great movie up until the yep. third act, and then it just fell apart. Right. So you know what it was, Dave? Hmm. Fine.
1: <laughs> uh cloverfield he produced uh terrible terrible first act but just overall could have been so much more uh star trek uh he uh, was the director and producer of star trek and your opinion of star trek is fine fine yep uh, it made me uh upset because of the tone the comedy tone was horrific uh fuck, him getting stuck in a tube
0: oh, fuck off um super eight yeah eh, Fine. just
1: left me super flat
0: <laughs> oh that's the joke are you meant to do a joke for each one did you have you been doing that did i miss them no <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible 3. You've got it you said you were gonna do a joke about each movie. I
1: can't know I was trying to remember a joke from yep. each movie, but oh, I can't.
0: You were gonna do, jo- oh, do a joke from each movie. I uh, yeah, I say. can't
1: I can't remember any jokes from Mission, uh, any Impossible jokes Mission
0: Impossible. Simon Pegg was in that one, right? Was that when he came in or was he or was that after that?
1: I think he was in the one after that, but I might okay. be wrong.
0: I saw the most recent Mission Impossible and I uh, thought I was, it was
1: uh pretty terrible. Simon Pegg?
0: No, not Simon Pegg's okay, but yeah. like uh Tom Cruise is now. You oh. know how you know how that bit where you're like Oh, I love that he's still kind of this age. And even, yeah. in, even in that space one, the video game one, you know, the one where he got killed every day. Yeah. he Live, die, repeat, eat, die, repeat, eat, go to the gym, lift weights. I, yeah, I didn't see it. Mission, what was it called? Do you I know, know what I mean? Like that was, it wasn't even, anyway, whatever. Um, But in this one, he looked old to me. Yeah. Like he looked like a guy who still looks really young and is getting all the work done and whatever to look young, but you're like.
1: It's like just, Liam Neeson in taken three. Boy, there is a scene where he he runs down a street and he's in a tracksuit, and you're just like, "What is that old man doing?" Like, whoever let him film that bad, it just looks—he looks so old, <laughs> so old. You're like, "Well, the movie's over." Hey, it's over, you guys. It just got weird. Taken four, get off my lawn, <laughs> get you kids. Uh, all right.
0: Uh, so yeah, Super Eight. Oh, yeah, I was uh, whatever about uh mission impossible ghost protocol he just produced uh star trek into darkness which was the second one he was the uh, was bad, director and producer i did not enjoy that that was a bad movie yeah that was almost
1: not fine that i would say that was absolutely not fine okay it's just a bad movie it's just not enjoyable uh mission impossible rogue nation he was the
0: producer of again Star Wars: The Force Awakens. He was uh, the director, producer, and writer. So that's the one. And Star Trek Beyond is the next one where he's just producing. He's not directing.
1: So he hasn't done anything great. No, no great movies.
0: Let's look at his TV because he is because he he came out of TV, right? Um,
1: Felicity. I never saw it. That's where um, he started. But my wife liked it. It has time travel. Yeah it 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 got time travel at the end yeah.
0: speaking of not knowing how to end things that, <laughs> that one got really weird what if she cuts
1: her hair and travels in time
0: um, oh, okay
1: alias which again <sighs> great 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 first season mate he's great at premise he this is? is the whole thing
0: like creating a world like and this is why i like it almost feels like mean-spirited to have a go oh, jj because you're like i i've enjoyed like i mean this podcast faux, faux the reason it's named this came out of we were obsessed with fringe but at the time right you know it's like i like the worlds that you know yeah he's involved in yeah. but all right so alias i liked but alias
1: was a great also oh, just putting jennifer garner in t- tiny outfits all the time was tr- and different wigs was great uh people know that i'm not a jennifer garner fan you're not that's okay uh i will be for both of us but uh but then it that move that show went completely batshit crazy uh lost of course we have differing opinions on lost yeah i i, th- I think it's i, I th- you think it's great and i think it's awesome i think it's great i just, <laughs> i just the ending i just didn't care for i mean it, look the last two seasons i was kind of out i watched it but i was bummed
0: i thought that you know what i actually thought the last season was great I just think it was, like, you got to look at it, like, I don't, you know, I people know I did not love the last episode, but I thought the last season was great, and I think, if you look at the last season as the last episode, like, there's a lot of storylines and a lot of things that get concluded in that season very nicely and convincingly, th- and you feel very, yeah, rewarding.
1: look, I mean, they, they wrapped it all up, but I just felt like they, number one, they they needed more money to do what they wanted to do, because a lot of that just looked almost 60s cheesy. Um, But yeah, I just didn't like. I just didn't like. Once they started jumping in time both ways, I thought that was a lazy tool, writing wise. Does that make sense? Sure. I mean, well, you're an award nominated, right? (laughs) 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 <laughs> who
0: who might argue? But to, in, but in the, to me that was the old, a, yeah, that's how you should start these conversations. And you know, as look, a, as as a
1: WGA nominated writer, writer yeah. uh, <laughs> let me just say, what um, happened to Walt? All right, uh, Walt, Walt
0: uh, went back to run the island with I Hurley know. for a while. Walt was a problem because he aged too fast. <laughs> right, it's not their fault. Walt yeah. actually went on to. I've met Walt. You have? Yeah, he's in a band now. Quite a, really, quite a popular band. Really? Yeah. Um, they're like a, a bit of a team but he's like he's such a nice guy they they, they got their first like gold record or whatever um, uh, in Australia and I happened to be co-hosting a radio show that day just filling in yeah. and like we presented him with their like platinum record or their whatever uh, the fuck it was and they could not have been more excited well, like, that's that was awesome such nice kids, and he didn't mind me getting a photo with him because it was Walt from Lost that's amazing MKTO is they're the name good of for the, him. the band that he is in yeah Walt from Lost uh, but, yeah, but it, yeah, he, he and Hurley went and ran the island together for years. Yeah. That was what happened. With well, yeah, that's one of those things people kept going, where's Walt? You want to be like, he can't exist because he's grown up. Did you not read the uh, popular children's book on the island, Where's Walto? I don't um, think that. Where's Walto? A... I don't think that
1: was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing.
0: <laughs> if you read the right fan site, where's Where's Walto? <laughs> um all right so he also okay lost uh what about brian don't even know what that is uh six degrees nope um, heard of it. Uh he guest directed an episode of the office
1: oh well everybody did that i think uh fringe okay he was the co-creator Love.
0: executive producer theme music composer and writer
1: how about that it is, you know fringe is a is a show that i saw the pilot and i was so mad at how much i thought it was an x-files ripoff that i never watched it again until years later and then i binge watched it but i i loved it once i got into it but then it got crazy Crazy. (laughs) but it was almost great crazy like it was batshit crazy yeah i loved I, i liked fringe
0: um anatomy of hope I don't uh, know what that is I think it might have it was well it was a pilot that he was involved in anyway uh, undercovers oh person of interest which I love oh you
1: love person of interest yeah. He's involved in that yeah
0: pers- him and uh, Jonathan Nolan yeah. are the executive producers of uh, person of interest um, the only thing almost human which I watched which was terrible almost
1: human was really bad terrible almost a show almost a show uh,
0: yeah I mean yeah it's a lot of fine isn't it right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> JJ Abrams, a lot of fun. Well, so so here's my here's my. Now I'm going to Google JJ Abrams' net worth. Just yeah, but just, just to
1: see how well you can do if you do fine. <laughs> but doesn't this say a lot about like show business in America? In that this guy this who was, hasn't really done great things is now in charge running the two like most beloved sort of science fictiony franchises. Right. The fact that he gets to do both of them. And he just creates fine and creates this homogenized bullshit it is fucked up. It's emblemic. He's worth 95 million dollars. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. That's fine. Yeah. Oh well. Good on him. Good not on him. After, Joe not after. Not after Star Wars. He's not. Oh no. He'd be worth. we will double that. Yeah. I'll triple it at least. Yeah. Absolutely. Because he. I heard him say that he has to make over a billion to break even. Is what the studio said, and he said he was very nervous about it. Shut up. And my first thought was, oh, he's nervous about making a billion dollars. It's <laughs> gonna make. Re, it's gonna, it's make gonna make five free, billion. Yeah. It's gonna be the up GTA, there Avatar, Right. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be
0: huge. Because yeah. if it's fine. That's all it needs to be, but now, all those other movies made like,
1: tons, like tons, shitloads, and they were almost unwatchable. That's why you—that was why you had, people had such a hard time critiquing them. And the nerds were getting shit on because they made a ton of money, and then the nerds are like, "No, but they're bad." It's like, well, they made a lot of money. It's just that thing. It's like, hmm. well, I'm going to go and see it tonight. So he's got my money. Uh yeah, he'll get my money on Christmas Day unless I can get in with a. I am WGA nominated, so I, c- I can use my, hopefully, use my Writer's Guild card to get in for free. Should you use your nomination form?
0: Just like the form they send you Actually, you know what uh, I'm. Have uh, you
1: seen this? This is a the, uh, page from Variety. I think my you're name. fine. Uh,
0: this movie was also written. So uh, I will be going into
1: this movie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, hilarious. Uh, speaking of hilarious, I was going to tell you this, uh, at the start of the podcast, but, uh, we're only getting around to it now. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, I'm going to have to log into my Twitter to find this, but, uh, I got a tweet, uh, from somebody who is obviously very important to this podcast, uh, today. So, uh, here we go. Um, so I, uh, Russell Crowe, who this well, who our original podcast Toe is, Tofop, uh, is with, named after his band. Without Tofop, him, this podcast is not a would not exist. Without him, and ironically, without him and J.J. Abrams, Toe uh, Fop would not exist because literally <laughs> the name of this podcast is a combination of two things those guys created. So here we go. Uh, Russell Crowe tweeted this. I follow Russell Crowe on Twitter. Uh, And Russell Crowe tweeted this. But here's the thing. I – and you know this as well. I have an interesting relationship with how I feel about Russell Crowe. Yeah. Because I love Russell Crowe, but I don't – unashamed like i don't uh, unreservedly right love russell crowe and many of the things that i love about russell crowe i'm not sure that he would enjoy the that way that i'm it. enjoying those uh, yeah things. of course like my fascination with his music career is not i'm not fascinated in the way that he would hope that i would be fascinated right. in it you right. know but that's fine you know like i mean yeah. that, that's just how things work but anyway russell Crowe uh had tweeted this which it just appealed to me uh he tweeted, Have you ever been up late at night watching movies and you think to yourself, uh, Susan Sarandon, I fucking love you. Is it just me? He tweeted that. He just tweeted that. He just tweeted that. But my, my favorite thing about it is that he put in Susan Sarandon's like so, he's added Susan Sarandon in this. It's yeah, that he's up at night thinking, "I love Susan Sarandon," and then he's just tweeted her, not DM'd her. I'm sure they follow each other, but he's just like publicly tweeted that he loves Susan Sarandon, right? But I love Susan Sarandon, and I thought that was just a funny thing for Russell Crowe to tweet. Yeah, so I retweeted that. No comment, nothing else. Just yeah. like retweeted it, and then Russell Crowe oh, responds boy. Here to we me. Go. What are you doing, you son of a bitch? And then he says, oh, God, where is it? I have, I haven't lost it already. Uh, here we go. I'll have to maybe go through my ads and see if I can find it here. Uh, okay. Oh, here we go. Uh, then he says back to me, middle of the night, comma, my eldest, 11. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of information. <laughs> and By the way, I, I, I like, again, I like Russell Crowe and again even this, the way that this is written I, I'm not sure that I like it for reasons that he would love that I like okay, it for yeah, okay, because yeah. it starts with like ellipsis but yeah okay so it starts with ellipsis like three dots which I use a lot so then he goes middle of the night comma my eldest eleven I like this a lot of a yeah. lot of details Family, nice. and I comma uh-huh. heard your story about Fairbanks now this okay is- wait
1: <laughs> is <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know your story about Fairbanks. Is that the same story? So. The
0: glory hole? So he, this is my immediate thought because just recently you had messaged me and said, hey, remember? can you remember that thing you told me about the glory hole yeah. in Fairbanks? Because people can hear these episodes. In fact, I think it's called FGH. But there's two episodes about my visit to Alaska. Yeah. And in one of them, I talk about the Fairbanks glory hole. Right. And this guy who had moved up to Fairbanks because he loved sucking off soldiers. Yeah. And there was heaps of them up there. Oh, right. And he'd like, anyway. So. And well, he, trust me, it works for him. Right, it works for him. <laughs> and he's become a bit of a local celebrity and yeah. stuff. And you can go back and listen to that whole episode. Yeah. You had reminded me of that recently. Yeah. So when he says in this that's thing, that's immediately cool. what I think. What other story could it be? I'm like, is Russell Crowe listening to the podcast with and his daughter, with his, like eleven year old son? I think. A son but, at four a.m. about glory holes. Yeah, that seems. I
1: mean, it's classic Crow. Right. <laughs> are they
0: up later or have they got up early to do this has he got up early to listen Did to he this? wake his son up in the middle of the night you gotta hear this you gotta hear this song. i actually thought it was my band i was downloading <laughs> but i can't remember writing a song called fgh but wait when do we do this song? song i'm hilarious I, uh, okay then i realize that i'm mistaken my head's gone to the wrong place because in my special in Illuminati the uh, show that was on the ABC recently oh, right, right right I tell the story about the place that I went from Fairbanks to the log cabin where the, mm. the woman and oh, the bear story yeah right? yeah yeah yeah. so that's obviously what he's referring right. to okay so middle of the night um, if people haven't seen the special this girl who <sighs> comes up to me and says like uh, I've killed a bear can you imagine how good I fuck there's a whole story can around I, that can I right? just
1: say how great it would have been if you just tweeted back glory holes mm. eh mate <laughs>
0: Yeah, if I've gone early on it. Like when I get upset at somebody uh, on Twitter who's actually making a reference from the podcast, that like they say something mean and I'm like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. And then they're like, oh, no, it's from
1: that thing you said. <laughs> but the great thing is is that at first you thought he was listening to the podcast. Right. Because then and
0: in, yeah. that, in that moment, when I honestly saw that and I saw it was Russell Crowe's account and my first thought was, oh my God, he listens to the podcast. Oh, and I then, suddenly thought about all the
1: things. Oh my God, so many. Like so many we things. We did a whole podcast about him with that video. You're right. I mean, it's so many so Russell So many Crow's. Russell Crowe
0: conversations. Oh, he
1: would beat you up. Do you think he would beat you up? Here's what I
0: would like to think. <laughs> And I have thought about this a lot over the years. Yeah. is Because I'd love to have Russell on. I always think... Oh, that'd be the, great. ...kind of the greatest thing would be at some stage to have Russell on. Yeah. Because really, for good or for ill, even if it were a joke in the first place... Well, yeah. He has become such a part of this and i have spoken yeah. about him so much now because every time i go on an american podcast and I ask about toe <laughs> right. i end up telling the story about that and i've actually become a bit of an expert on him and his music yeah. and his career and whatever and of course because he's from where i'm from when i'm asked about him over here all i am is proud and yeah. you know like in oh, favor yeah. of him and so you say those things enough and you start to go actually you know what <laughs> so then <laughs> So I'd like to think that if you listen to enough of it, I've heard from like a heap of people that he has actually a really good sense of humor. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and he uh, loves comedy and stuff. like the phone thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the jokes I would always say, because people always say, is he from New Zealand or Australia? And I say, well, he's Australian when he wins Oscars and when he throws the phone, he's from New Zealand. <laughs> um, so, That's a good joke. Uh, I, um, I think that he... He did – like when Stephen Fry was in Australia recently and Stephen Moffat and Mark Gatiss and stuff, he invites them over to his house. He has a party. He's like Uh a lot of comedian friends of mine know him. Apparently, he's got a good sense of humor, you know. Um, I would like to think that he would find this complimentary because regardless of whether it started as a joke, this thing that has been created, he at least was part of it. And the idea that we've had this stupid name and the idea – that has informed – like, the name informs the podcast a right. bit, you know? totally. And the idea of the podcast, the fact that nobody knew what it stood for or what it was has has throughout the history of the podcast kind of been a defining feature of it. Yeah. It's, you know, to think we are that sort of podcast. What is it? It's indefinable. It's unexplainable. Totally. We don't really know why it exists or what it means. Like, yeah. that's, that's kind of the point of it. But I don't know if he would feel like that or not. But in this moment, <laughs> it could go the complete <laughs> other way where he's like, fuck you, right? But he's got to be aware of it. There's yeah. no, there can't, there cannot be. So in this moment, I have that feeling. Like yeah. I, I have that feeling of Yeah. Like,
1: it's the feeling you've been everything. waiting for. Yeah.
0: Everything yeah. has just, I was Since like, this all, moment would come. Oh, and now it's Here coming. we are. Here we are. Here we are. I never thought it'd be over a glory hole in Fairbanks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because I did. Right. So then, uh, here we go. Uh, middle of the night, my eldest 11 and I heard your story about Fairbanks. Laughing and bonding at 4 a.m. Thanks, man. So, okay, him and his son are... Up at 4 a.m. Up at 4 a.m. Watching Laugh- comedy. Laughing and
1: bonding. I mean, I assume watching. He said heard your story, so I don't know. If- I mean, you know, I a mean, I I- <laughs> couple of things. I would I would imagine that Russell Crowe is away a lot. Sure. And that when he's there, he wants to spend a lot of time with his kid. Yeah, I agree. and And... And letting the kids stay up late and watch, you know, comedy with him is a fucking treat. Right. So I think that's a really good dad part One of those of stories
0: you'd like remember like, yeah. you know, we were like when when you were eleven and your dad let you stay up late and watch some yeah. dude swear on the TV. Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
1: Um just the fact that they're they're l- l- listening to a story about glory holes though is a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go that's it there you go
0: That's and uh, you, you tweeted back cheers mate yep I didn't really know what to say I don't know but I felt like nothing. I should say something Yeah, you know, you know cheers right? mate to give didn't you feel else? like
1: cheers mate is like yeah it's good I didn't retweet it and the new I'm sorry but the new fucking Fosdijk fire thing is just so great
0: he's so good the, the art he's done for the um the 100th book is absolutely amazing really? as well yeah we put up. um oh, we, fact,
1: hopefully it works, but we are. Uh, I can now announce it because it's. I think it's closed, but we we are doing a dollop book. Well, that's cool! And, so tell me, uh, we, and about hopefully, that. hopefully they can work out. Well, we're mostly just taking stories we've done on the podcast, and you know, finessing them and doing, doing a little bit of work on them, and then um, it'll be like a coffee table book and then hopefully if everything works out we can get James to do the art so they're they're talking to him right now I mean uh, I can't find these other ones but uh they look amazing but
0: yeah he's just such a fucking talented guy it's oh ridiculous. he's great uh, so on the Patreon page we had a hundred uh, of the books the transcript from the hundredth episode yeah um, and uh, James did all the art for those and they have all gone from the Patreon level uh, but I, I, I might mention the Patreon thing because it's only been up for a couple of weeks now um, thank you to everybody who's supported it so far we loved it yeah. the the $20 monthly subscription was the level where we had the prizes for the books and we put 20 up originally and, and then it was 50 and then there was 100 and they're all gone. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, we probably should have put them at a price we could have afforded. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for your support and uh, we're going to put in some other levels as we go and we'll make sure that people who are in at those levels if we add extra rewards and whatever, you'll be eligible to, you know. So so at the moment, say the $15 level where you get like access to... Uh, one of them is access to tickets first because you know our tickets always sell out really quickly yes. so one of the levels is access to tickets first but we'll probably add into that one like you'll probably get because normally after the live shows we don't put them up for a few months uh-huh. so we, maybe we'll add in i like, had
1: that at first and
0: i dropped it because it, it got really hard okay well we won't do that <laughs> you know? we definitely won't do that my point is that we're going to experiment we're going to experiment <laughs> and so thank you for being supportive no it's a it's a work in progress
1: so you know
0: but we, but for me, we've been approached a lot recently um, about like you know sponsorships and ads and yeah, we have, uh, live yeah. reads and all those sort of things. It feels like the advertising community is finally yeah. you know really starting to to look at this stuff. I personally would prefer to keep the podcast without I ads. Know. And so there's a certain number that if we get to, I don't think we'll ever have to. But in this short term, we have to do ads, and we'd rather. If you can support it, and certainly no obligation, yeah. listen to it for free. The whole point of this is putting in together some sort of model where that we can keep making the podcast, where it can kind of pay for itself rather than us right. paying for it after all this time. Uh, but really, we're just going to use that to be able to justify doing it more. That's the only thing. Yeah. And you know, to be able to offer more stuff and cooler stuff and better shows, and you know, be able to if we are doing a show, like for example, when we're doing the live show in Melbourne. Like we'll get James to do like a poster or something for the yeah. live show. But at the same time, James is really fucking busy now. Yeah. So we want to pay him properly to do that. So what that means is already by the time we do a live show, that like a lot of the budget,
1: you know, like to do these things. Yeah, I don't know if people know how much money we
0: sink into stuff before we right. do them. <laughs> So what the Patreon basically does is gives us a budget. So rather than us, say, for example, for PodFest. Now we love doing PodFest, but every year, either Charlie or I, and this year both of us flew ourselves over for yeah. pod fest right yeah so it ends up costing us like you know five or six thousand dollars to come over right. and you know out of live stream and stuff we might make you know two or three thousand yeah half of the costs or something yeah. like that might be covered patreon gives us the budget so if they ask us to do Podfest again next year and we go oh well we've got this amount of money we can kind of put it aside and go well that'll be our flights or that'll be our thing right. to go to this or whatever so really that's that's what it's for if you can't afford to support it or you feel like you don't want to support it that's that's totally fine as well you know but this is what we're trying for a while maybe it won't work out maybe at some stage we will have to put ads in but at the moment the support that the audience has given uh has been really really positive yeah. and you know you don't have to give a lot if you want to give a dollar or two a, a month then that's absolutely that's fine. great helpful, know, that's what we say
1: a buck, a buck is fine i mean my god that's great. If everyone gave a buck, you'd hit your... That's fine. you get yeah. what you want. Yeah, literally. Hey, yeah, we're, yeah. we're the same thing with ads. I don't want to read ads, and I've actually turned down a lot of ads lately, but starting next year, I have, I have I have a number in my head that if the Patreon gets to, I won't do ads, but we're yeah. not there yet, so I'm going to have to start doing ads. Because it's just... I, the dollop takes so much fucking time.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, look... and. I have nothing against ads like you know I mean as in like you know know, I mean even when I listen to other podcasts where they're doing ads I don't I don't mind yeah I just don't want to do them on this podcast it doesn't feel like what this is about and I feel like the minute you start saying something that you have to say or you have to have some sort of perspective or whatever then I just prefer that wasn't the case. Right. So, uh, yeah. So the Patreon page is up. So if you want to support that, support that and we'll come up. I mean, you know, shoot us some ideas on the Facebook page and stuff if you want about, you know, things that would be, you yeah, know, re- totally. reward levels that you would enjoy or things that you think, oh, well, that's, you know, that's something we'd definitely like.
1: We had, uh, we had a lot of people send ideas and some of them were good and some of them were not doable. I mean, right. time-wise it's hard. I mean, I'm, I'm still, we're still trying to finish the Kickstarter, uh, 10 minute podcast rewards, which, you know, yeah. when you think about it then you go, Oh wait, 40 of them. That, oh God. <laughs> and right. then, so we're still banging those out. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's uh, the rewards work themselves out and you realize which ones work and which ones don't. And-
0: oh, and so the other, only other thing I was going to say about that is that we've set up the TOEFOP page. Because tofop is central, but really, you know, we'll add a, a FOFOP reward. You know, if I'm doing something specifically for oh, yeah. for this podcast, or you know, if I'm doing something for philosophy, or if Charlie's doing something for that's awesome, we'll add in. You know, all those things will be on that tofop yeah. page. I mean, tofop's the heart of you know where we started and what all the other things are. So, um, you know, if uh, philosophy is the one that I think, you know, because I am so slack at doing that, if I could put in a reward level for that, that would kind of because oh, yeah, it's, sure. it's so hard to. Like, for that one, I, I need to sometimes fly to places or, like... Oh, you do? Well, I don't need to, but if I wanted to put it out regularly, yeah. which is what people seem to want most with it... That's hard. It's to find an interesting person who happens to coincidentally be in the same place as you. Yeah, Like, the sort of people that people want on that podcast, they're busy as well. Right. I'm busy, and coordinating, like, a couple of hours... Which it normally is for, for that podcast out of their schedule. Yeah. Sometimes it'd be easier for me to go. Okay, well, if I had enough money, I could take like a weekend flight to Melbourne for four days and like knock over a few of them and arrange like or whatever. You yeah. know, you could actually make it work. So anyway, people don't need to hear about all this. This is uh, what I'm saying is JJ Abrams, if you're listening, <laughs> or Russell Crowe, if uh, you would like uh, to support the uh, <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> i might be able to get russell on that'll be the uh, that'll be if i can raise enough money we'll get russell crowe on the podcast that'd be amazing all right dave um you have other shit to do today so uh Not for a while oh is that right how, how long have you got before you have to leave
1: uh what time is it oh no i don't have to leave for another two hours
0: oh okay well in that case let's uh turn this off and have a break and do another one if you okay
1: if you have the time